welcome into Mission Matters, part of the media ministry of Southside Mission. I'm Rich Drager, your host, development manager at Southside Mission, and we're going to talk about youth today. Of course, one of the big focuses for us at Southside Mission, and we're going to talk specifically about something that's coming up for our youth here in the month of February, and that is uh, their Black History program that they're going to be doing with the youth that we have in our Greater Academic Progress program. So we have Jaron Brown with us, one of our youth ministry assistants. Thanks for joining us today, Jaron. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great, great. Nice to have you on here again. We want to remind folks, as always, that um, we are looking for folks to fill some positions at the mission. Actually just hired another youth ministry assistant not too long ago. And our big focus now is on our thrift stores, especially for our new Garden Street store. We need to get uh, fully staffed there, so we're doing hiring for that. Also have a couple of other positions, uh, maintenance assistant and some others. So going to give you two places to look. You can go to our website at southsidemission.org. Uh, go to the Join Our Team page and see the current openings we have. And then you can also look on Indeed, because we, as we post them, they're, they're on our website all the time. But then when we start to make the big push, we put them out on Indeed. So uh, look out uh, for those places and see if something kind of fits your calling and what you're interested in. And we'd love to talk to you and learn more about you and maybe bring you on board as well. Speaking of hiring, not to jump ahead a little bit, but we were talking before we started here, Jaron, and it won't be too long now that um, summer camp will be rolling around. And of course, that means you guys will be adding some additional staff to the youth uh, offices as well to handle the kids in the summertime. Yes, for sure. Um, definitely help will be needed. Um, all day, 9 to 5.30. So if you're definitely interested, reach out. Absolutely. And those will be posted as well in the very near future, along with uh, summer help for Camp Kearney as well. But today we mentioned we wanted to talk about uh, the Black History Month program. And maybe if we can just back up a little bit, what in general are you guys in the youth department doing during the month of February for Black History Month? Is there a special focus in any of the areas that you're working on, or is a lot of it devoted to the actual program that you're going to do later in the month? Um, our month has been a lot of practice for the program. We want to make the program um, big and impactful for the community and for the youth, give them something different to do, mm -hmm. um, something to be proud of. So definitely been a lot of practice and understanding what they're doing it for, what they're performing for. So we're talking a little bit about the, the program and the Black History Month um, efforts that are coming up. And, and you talked about wanting to, um, you know, get the youth more involved so that they can have a better appreciation and an understanding. And we were talking on the way over here to the uh, to the station, uh, talking about some of the different things. And, and just you and I were talking about the difference in age that we have. Mm -hmm. um, when, when we hear about history sometimes, we don't have a full appreciation for it. So I imagine it's it's kind of fun in a way for you and the rest of the staff to do that because you're probably learning some things along the way as well. Yeah, you were sure. sharing that Miss Deborah shared something the other day that uh, was something that you didn't even know mm -hmm. about. Yeah, for sure. And that was specifically about somebody else. Uh, we, we actually passed a bus. Mm -hmm. And uh, this month, I think the uh, the city buses in Peoria are saving a seat, so to speak, for Rosa Parks. But you were sharing that Miss Deborah had said there was actually somebody else that even beat Rosa Parks to the punch on that. Yeah, for sure. Apparently, there was a young lady before Rosa Parks that um, wanted a designated seat on the bus and made that a way to show her support towards the black movement. So, yeah, definitely learn something new every day. I'm doing a research to get the kids um more familiar with black history and the things that they don't know. Right. So what age group 
uh, I think our programs run basically kindergarten through 12th grade. What mm-hmm. age group do you work with? Mostly? I have the fourth to 12th grade boys. Oh, so that's a big group there. Yeah, yeah. So what can you, what do you think you can offer them? So I know from, from the marketing side or even the fundraising, and, and you've been very willing to share your story, and you and your mom were at the, the annual fundraiser a couple of years ago with Dr. Evans. But what do you think you can bring to them? Because you're not all that far removed age-wise from yeah. them. So what what do you think, I guess, your extra bit is that you bring to the youth that you work with? Um, I think it's the ability to, we learn together. Um, as me and my group, we always talk and always discussing things. You have questions, um, please ask. We, we figure out the answers together. Mm-hmm. And I think the willingness to not feel like I'm such above them so much that I have to feel like a know-it-all. Sometimes they teach me things. That's the way it should be sometimes. So it's just my willingness to learn together and to be together as a group. Well, that's fantastic. So we we talked uh, mentioned that we were going to talk specifically about the program that's coming up, and this has been an, a nice thing. I remember still, I think it was two years ago maybe, uh, I think it was Jaylon, uh, a young man who was in our programs, um, and and he was very quiet. Mm-hmm. I mean, I you know I'm not around you guys all the time when you're in the building. Yeah. But I I don't think I ever heard him say five words. <laughs> yeah. And then at the Black History Month program, you normally have a variety of things. You might have a song. You might have somebody do a poem. Mm-hmm. One year you had the youth do. Uh, they had to do videos of of people that they chose to focus on. And he got up there and he didn't have any notes. He didn't have anything. And he just delivered this. And I was like. Wow, where did that come from? Yeah. And then that was almost like a a blossoming point for him because mm-hmm. then he just seemed to be much more confident in himself. So a spirit of hope is the theme this year. Yes. What what's on the agenda for the program this year and some of the different things that you're gonna have the youth be involved with? Um so there'll be um songs. We're having our younger group sign a song, so doing American Sign Language to a song. Um, our older girls will be doing a praise dance. Um, older boys will be singing. So different groups doing different things. We also have that essay that Jaylon um, wrote. We're having another student do the same awesome. thing. Um, the questionnaire asks is why black history is important to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that gets an insight on personal life of a young kid of why black history, what it actually means to them and how does it affect their life. So if I'm not mistaken, did you do choir somewhere in your background when you were going through I wish. <laughs> You didn't? Okay. Oh, nope, I didn't, but I wish. But you did the Redeemed Boys. Yes, yeah. So, and it's nice to kind of see the praise dance kind of reintroduced mm-hmm. again. And I think, uh, I think Miss Ryan was working with some of the some of the young ladies on that. So, different ways for them to express themselves. Yeah, for sure. The spoken word, singing, doing the praise dance. I mean, I think that's a great way for to for them to have an opportunity to shine. Now, is this a program where the parents and the grandparents will be invited as well? Yes, for sure. Um, if grandparents, parents, even people in the community. Um, come out and support the kids, come out and support, um, show that you love what they're doing and their practices and just gives good support. When is the program? Uh, February 23rd at four o'clock. At four o'clock at Southside Mission. Hey Peoria, have you heard about the heartwarming mission right here on the South Side? It's the Southside Mission, where compassion has met our community for 99 years. Our mission statement calls on us to proclaim Jesus Christ and in his name love our neighbors and provide hope to the community through life-transforming ministries. At Southside Mission, we're not just changing lives, we're building futures. From providing hot meals in our soup kitchen, to offering education, tutoring, STEM education, and youth activities, we're transforming our community one person at a time. 
And we can't do it without God's direction and your partnership. So join us in making a difference. Whether you're looking to volunteer, donate, or simply spread the word, every action counts. So visit southsidemission.org and see where you might fit in. Southside Mission, where hope finds a home and kindness creates change. Together, let's make Peoria stronger, brighter, and better. Southside Mission, because every neighbor deserves a helping hand. And a reminder, you're listening to Mission Matters here. Rich Drager from Southside Mission. Happy you could join us again this week. We're talking about youth and specifically some of the things that our youth are doing for Black History Month. And we're visiting with Jerron Brown, who's one of our youth ministry assistants. We were talking a little bit earlier some of the specifics of the program. And I know that uh, over the three years that I've been, there have been different things that have been done. I know one year they had T-shirts made and, mm-hmm. and sold those. So... And then I think, I don't remember if it was last year or the year before, but the kids did almost like a little skit mm-hmm. where they performed a skit. And I don't remember specifically what it was about. I think it was something to reflect back on slavery times or whatnot. So with the program that you guys are doing this year, The Spirit of Hope, is it, a, is it something where you as the staff and leadership came together and said, I think this is a good idea? Is it something where the... You ask the youth, you know, hey, here's what we're thinking about. What would you be willing to do? How did you come about with the plan for the program this year? Um, a little bit of both. Um, mm-hmm. We've always had an idea to do a program. Um, we definitely asked the kids on what type of things they wanted to do in it, what they felt comfortable doing. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them said they want to step out of their comfort zone and do something, which is very great, um, building self-confidence in themselves, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a little bit of both and just – Cycle, recycling some stuff from sure, the past few years. Sure. Hey, if it works, there's no sense, you know, recreating the wheel, so to speak. How many, how many youth do you expect? So I, I think if I understand correctly, um, over a hundred kids have registered. Now mm-hmm. we don't see, you guys don't see that many uh, youth on a given day, but you're pretty close to 70. So how many yeah. of the youth will actually be participating in the program? So actually this is a youth led program. We just put the program together. So the host will be a part of the youth. Um, the of course, the whole program is youth filled stuff. So we're looking to get as many youth as involved. So somewhere oh. between 20 to 30, awesome. um, having them work together and come up with their own program. Oh, very neat. So right now you're still doing I guess the quote unquote normal stuff that you do in the gap program. Mm -hmm. So where do they find time or where do you guys incorporate that into the day to have them be able to have some time to work on, you know, whatever they're going to present as part of the program. How do you work that into what you're doing in gap each day? Yeah. So sometimes they have to sacrifice their little fun time, um, but they understand that. And it's another great thing that I love our kids because, you know, not a lot of kids sacrifice fun to do a program. Mm -hmm. Um, So, they definitely sacrifice some of their fun time if they don't have homework. Some of them even go home and practice on their own. It's definitely kind of hard finding that time, but when we do, we definitely hit it hard. Awesome. I think that's cool, even having uh, one of the youth be a host. So that'll be that'll be mm-hmm. interesting. Will that be a younger person or an older one? Uh, I think a mix of both. Oh, very good. Have a little bit of both. Awesome. Well, that's good. And, and I know we're excited. We teased it a little bit earlier, too, talking about um, the fact that you guys are going to be on the move in your department because all of your offices are going to be lost. Mm-hmm relocated temporarily <laughs> uh, while we expand the 1127 Youth Worship Center. So you guys physically will be moving over the next week or so. But as we talked about on the way over here, one of the new components is going to be like a podcast 
uh, production studio. So, and then even in the worship center itself, with some of the cameras and technology, where the youth eventually will be able to learn how to shoot video, how yeah. to edit video, how to do a podcast. I mean, I think we envision uh, with talking with Reverend Craig and Grace that we'd like to have a youth podcast, mm-hmm. you know, eventually. So again, those are all skills that the youth can use and maybe develop into jobs down the road. So sure. I think that'll be exciting. And it's interesting to go through the process. We had the architects show us a revised drawing because we had to change the layout from one side of the uh, of the current chapel to the yep. other and that moved the podcast studio to the other side and Christy and I were talking about it we're like oh, I'm not sure it's going to work he's like you know what the other the other creative room is going to be just across the hall so in mm-hmm. a way it makes perfect sense if you're doing video here yeah. come across the hall for the audio yep. um, I just think it's a neat fit what are you and and the rest of the team there and the youth most excited about when we talk about this growing youth program. I mean, mm-hmm. we went from like eight kids two years yeah. ago to over a hundred enrolled this year. So, mm-hmm. what are you guys as a as a team as a youth team most excited about? Um, it's definitely like you said, exposing them to the new things like being may want to start in their podcast or go into production. Um, with this expansion and things like that, we get to introduce those things to them, um, to become a part of their their repertoire or their mm-hmm. tool book um, for things they can pursue in the future um, and all doing it with love towards showing them the same love that Jesus showed us. Um, so it's definitely a great part. And I think, too, we'll, we'll have a few growing pains, obviously, but um, you were on the video last year for the fundraiser talking about the different components that the kids get involved with. I want to get your opinion on this, not, not, not knowing much about your background, but one of the things that I think is unique um, well, a couple of things. You mentioned the ASL, so I want to come back to that. But the, the agriculture and the gardening mm-hmm. stuff, I would imagine that would be a, a spot where all of you on the youth team yeah. might actually be learning as you do For it as sure. well, because maybe not something you've ever done before. Yeah, no. Um, I don't think any of us have ever had a garden in our backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely with the collaboration of um, a guy from Galesburg, it's definitely something new to all of us that we have to learn together, um, grow together, and try to teach the kids how to do it. So ASL, a song in ASL, who is, so I know that you guys present, I know I've seen Miss Deborah back there teaching the mm-hmm. kids the ASL. So is that something again, where, is it a short song? I mean, cause I would imagine that, yeah. you know, a four or five minute song, that's a, that's a lot of signing mm-hmm. uh, for somebody who maybe just be learning it for the first time as well. Yeah. So did they have some input into that as well as to what maybe would stretch them a little bit, but mm-hmm. still be able to, to do. So we've been teaching them ASL all year, um, every Tuesday. So they're familiar with some words. Um, the song is called Lean On Me. I'm pretty sure you've heard it before. Oh, yes. So they'll be doing that song. Um, we've picked the song. It was already, you know, something smaller, easier for the kids to understand. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people know that song already. Um, so Miss Melissa and Miss Deborah has been doing a great job teaching their kids about the the song in the sign language. I think I hear it. Uh, I heard it just the other day in the yeah. mission. So I know yep. they're they're working hard on that. So that's kind of neat to to be able to see that. I want to ask you too. Um, a lot of technology. So even you guys, as mm-hmm. part of the youth team and the youth staff, use technology. So you all have tablets. So you can check. You can check kids in. You can you know greet the parents when they come in and go out. Yeah. Um, that's got to be something that's really nice as well. Instead of somebody with a clipboard walking around checking names off and you still do some of that Mm -hmm. um but it's got to be a lot nicer having that technology and it's just going to get even more as as we continue to build the program out 100 percent. i tease mr chris all the time about 
um, him being old or whatever. But <laughs> it's uh, definitely a great perk to have when you have a tablet. You know, we still keep hard copy papers. Um, we're looking to get green screens and we have GoPros and stuff for the kids. So sharing that te- technology with them, um, making production and youth for it's the youth um, is definitely a great, great hand up. So you're still relatively young, especially compared to Mr. Chris, and I'm actually <laughs> older than he is. So that, we're, that's a completely different category for me. But how how much do you think it has changed even from when you were in high school? Because it seems like I know, I mean, and I graduated with a broadcasting degree, mm-hmm. and I know how it was when I was in high school. There really wasn't anything like a student radio station or yeah. a podcast production room or anything. And nowadays, you you go to some high schools, and I know uh, your alma mater, Peoria High, has a, a very nice studio that's either being built or, or just about finished. Mm-hmm. By the way, the same architects that are doing ours. Oh, yeah. So they'll <laughs> have some, some uh, good stuff for us there, too, but... That's changed even in the time since you've been in school. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think technology changes day by day, um, 100% at a 100 times rate. Um, so, yeah, technology will never stay the same year so to year. You, so you guys will also have to learn that. Uh, Chris C. and I were meeting with the sound guys, and they're, they're like, what do you want? And we're like, well, we want something that's not just useful today because, as mm-hmm. you mentioned, technology changes quickly. Yeah. But we also don't need a, a – TV station in yeah. there either. You know, yeah. we, we have to understand who's going to be running this. Initially, it's going to be staff, and then mm-hmm. hopefully kids will be trained on it. So it has to be something that people can grasp, yeah. but also allows some room to grow. Yep, for sure. Well, we're very excited about that, and uh, we want to. We have a couple of minutes left, so we want to touch on the on the program again. You said it's on the twenty third. Yep, February twenty third, and it's at the mission. It's called a Spirit of Hope. So just run down again some of the different uh, pieces that uh, if people happen by that day, they can uh, join in and experience as well. Yep. So there will be an opening prayer, and then the younger group will be doing the Lean on Me sign language, and um, we have poems going about from the older group to younger group from different. Um, different titles and things like that. Um, the praise dance is the older girls. They've been doing a great job, a phenomenal job. Um, they'll be doing the song Stand Up. And then um, why black history is important to me is that essay you were talking about, mm-hmm. um, the personal insight on looks. Um, we have a speaker, Miss Jewel, our executive assistant. She'll be talking about why black history is important to her and how, what it meant in her life. Um, and then we'll be doing Glory, the song by John Legend. The mm-hmm. older boys will be singing that song. And... We will have acknowledgments and closing prayer after that. So definitely an impactful event. I think so. And I think you got, you got a great list of people there. I, I can't wait to see uh, Gloria. That's a, a one of my favorite songs. It'll be kind of neat to see how the how the young men pull that off. So that'll be, that'll be exciting. Now, obviously, because we talked about the Youth Worship Center being mm-hmm. built, you can't do it in there. So where's yep. it going to be? Uh, be in the gymnasium. It'll All be right. in the gym. So it'll be at the gym at Southside Mission on the 23rd. If you want more information, you can uh, call the Southside Mission and uh, ask for anybody in the youth department, and they can fill you in on all the details for that. So looking forward to it. Appreciate your time today, Jaron, especially, you know, we kind of got this scheduled on short notice, so yeah. appreciate you and Chris being flexible for that. So enjoy enjoy the uh, uh, time to chat with you a little bit and learn a little bit more about what's happening in the youth department. So best of luck with the program. I'll Thank be you. there. Um, and again, just want to remind folks that's on the 23rd at Southside Mission. As we like to do each week when we close, we'll close with these words from 2 Peter 3.18, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and the day of eternity. Amen. Thanks, Jaron, and uh, best of luck with everything that's happening in the next few weeks and the next few months, especially with summer. 
And again, don't forget, folks, if you are interested in any of those employment opportunities, check out our website at southsidemission.org or look on indeed.com. Have a great week, everybody. We'll talk to you next week with more Mission 